You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post game podcast. All right, Al. What do you say we do this? Thanks, Tom Izzo. What's going on? Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, every once in a while, I have uh, what I call, I don't even know if this is the proper term, but I have an existential crisis about sports radio. Okay. Where we've I, like, done this before, I feel like. We've done this yep, before yep, where yep. I, I look inward at the format and I and I question everything about it. And yep. Where are we going and what is the future and all these things. And, uh, you know, I asked you last, I think last time I'd asked you, like, about the Knicks, right? Yeah. Did I do that? I asked, like, 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 do people really want to break down the Knicks? You did ask me that. As a sports topic. Yes. You know, I find it, I find it strange just as a format, right? So, so we, in your updates, we play clips as if people didn't know what happened in the game, right? Yeah, I don't. Yes, I don't look at it as such. I try and look at it more as trying to play them what they didn't hear. Okay. That's how I... So the highlight might be irrelevant, which is, if you notice, I don't usually play them in the 9 o'clock hour. Okay. More, I get the sense most fans don't watch the locker room and the press conferences. Right. So that's how I try to approach it. Yes, I give the score. Yes, I do. But like play-by-play things. Yeah. In the bucket. Yes. Right. So it's. I always feel like for the update, we act like the audience didn't, didn't fully hear or watch what happened. And then in the talk segments, we assume they saw everything. Right. Feels weird to me. It just, it's a weird format. And, and I'm, I'm just going through this. You know, I send spike emails where I like ask questions and sure. philosophical questions about it. And it's a changing format. It is a changing format. And I think we're as a radio station trying to figure out what our identity is. Yes. Is that fair to say? Yeah, that is very fair to say. Like back in the day, you knew between six and 10, and I'm, I mean the Imus days, you knew you were getting politics, some scripted humor, which. Say what you want. I know the Stern fans thought his show was terrible. I enjoyed it. Um, and then you would get the sports with Breen or even Warner Wolf or Sid that you would get about 10 minutes of it. And that was kind of the link to the sports to the station. And then at 10 o'clock, you went hard. You really did. It went hardcore sports. And at me, me, not you, I was not a, you know, 1027 NEW fan at all. I didn't listen to Opie and Anthony Ryan. I just wasn't interested. I was the hardcore fan that they targeted. And I listened. Non-st- I listened to the station sun up to sundown all the time. And I still enjoy that format. I do. I like listening to Sal driving in. Um, but I also like, you know, the non-sports stuff. So then you go to Boomer and Carton come aboard. Now podcasts are starting to become something. Satellite is out there. And there's so many choices now. And I thought... Boomer and Craig did an amazing job of blending the two, of having compelling sports talk and then going off the rails at times to where it was a zany type of morning show still. But you still had that hardcore sports. Now I find, I feel like the rest of the day, I don't even know if our hosts know what we're doing. Is yeah, that- it feels. it just feels weird. I don't know what it is or what people want. It's like when I worked I don't with... either. When I worked with Booker on K-Rock. Yeah. And it was still K-Rock. We would talk a lot. Right. And the people that liked Booker and I hated when we stopped to play the music. Sure. And the people that wanted to hear Smashing Pumpkins and Pearl Jam were like, will you two shut the F up and play the music? You can't please everybody. You can't please everybody. No. But who are we trying to please? That's what... It's so hard to figure for me, you know? Because 
Like, if you do a breakdown, like, my assumption is that people watch the NFL games. Right. Uh, and again, we got to go for majority because radio is a mass media, which yeah, is yeah. supposed to be for the masses. Mm-hmm. So I believe the people that listen to this radio station, the masses watch the Jets and Giants game and the NFL. We yeah. know that based on the ratings. And that Red Zone channel we know is yeah. huge. So they are very aware of the NFL. Yeah. Like I think, it, you know, if you look at the ratings, they have 30 million people on a Sunday night game, a Thursday night game. It, you know, people are watching the 4 o'clock window game. So we know... We can break down and discuss those games. Yeah. With the basketball season being as lengthy as it is, the baseball season being as lengthy as it is, can you really break down as a segment, you know, a full 15 minutes, quarter hour, the Knicks game from last night? If the overwhelming, and I would say the overwhelming majority of your audience didn't see the game, based on the numbers. Yet you're well, a sports talk station. But that's also been the argument about talking too much about the Nets, mm-hmm. even though they do actually get numbers now yeah. um, because of Durant. It makes sense. And they're, they are a national team too. Um, but the argument against the Nets was always they don't have enough fans. And so you're killing your ratings because... And dominated. hockey. And hockey too. And hockey's a rabid fan base, but not as big as you know the other sports. It's a, it's a weird one because I know, and I guess this comes back to football, like when the Cowboys would beat the Giants before I worked here, I couldn't wait to listen to Mike and Chris tell me about how the Giants lost and what the Cowboys did. Like I looked forward to it. I looked forward to NFL Fridays because you got a feel of the NFL, mostly Jets and Giants, but they would it would always go around the league, and I did enjoy that. Um, yeah, I... <laughs> I think it comes back to what I've said before. You really got to like the personalities that are there. And to, like, I was never a giant or jet fan, but I would listen to Mike and Chris for hours all the time. Cause you like them as talk yeah, shows. I, of course, you know, they would talk Knicks. I wasn't a Nick fan, but they would talk Nick. I mean, back in the day, Pat Riley would come on. I couldn't wait for the Pat Riley report. Like so, again, I, that I was the audience. Right. You know, so like these are, these are talk shows Really, they need to be talk shows disguised as sports talk. For you, not for me. Right, but I'm saying not just for you or I. What's the larger audience that you want to pull from? So do you want to pull from people who, just people who saw the Knicks game last night, or people who are aware of the Knicks but don't really watch most of the game? I don't know, because then you've got another station now. When they go local, they're doing the hardcore sports for the most part. Right, and so if you do that, you are pushing them there. Right, um, but they may be pushing. If they you, could be, they yeah. could be. If I didn't watch the Nick game last night, yeah, I may be a Nick fan. Maybe I didn't watch the Nick game last night. It's certainly right, certainly possible. You're not going to watch, watch all 82. I mean, only a diehard watches every game. Yeah, they watch even a good fan watches a lot of them, but not every one. Right. Um. So you have to make that Nick's talk interesting to someone like me. Yeah, I think so, and not just someone who saw the game. For sure. You got you to draw both people in. It's hard to do. <clears throat> then I wonder, too, okay, so now if you're looking for the sports fan and somebody who wants to talk about the Giants game, the Jets game, the Mets, the now, you, now a lot of times in sports talk, you know, nationally even, the John Gruden thing happens. Yeah. And now that's a large chunk of your show. That has nothing to do with any of the games you're watching. That is true. So, Because now that crosses over now. That gets the casual sports fan involved because now we're talking about daily life. Right, but now you're ignoring. And, so for that day, you're not doing the Knicks. You know no, what I mean? you're not. You're, you're going with the hot topic of the day. Right. It's kind of like when you play the hits on a music station. How many times do you? I mean, I cannot believe having listened to Z100 this summer a lot in the backyard when I'm with, you know, because my yeah. wife doesn't want to listen to sports, you know, and she doesn't like the music I like. So whatever, we'll put Z100 on, and that's fine in the backyard. I can't get over how many times the songs are repeated in a 90-minute span. Right. Like, you don't go more than 90 minutes without hearing, at the time, the Ariana Grande Seven Rings song, if that was the hit. It was like every 80 to 90 minutes they were playing it. It's kind of the same thing in sports talk. I remember, And this is this was the Spitz thing, too, in terms of what's your, what's your main topic going to be. Well, the main topic's got to be what's on the back page. So if John Gruden is front page and you're a sports talk show, a sports station, you damn well better be talking about John Gruden because that's a sports topic and it crosses over. 
And yes, you are using less time on the games. That right, day. so then th- those days you're alienating the people coming for sports talk. Well, I think you are, except that I do think, like I think a diehard Nick fan still has an opinion on the Gruden emails. I do, because I think you don't even have to be a sports fan to have that opinion. Correct. So I think the diehard Nick fan is still a sports fan that still is interested in that conversation. It's kind of like... Right, I would, it's like the Tiger. Remember Tiger Woods was on, yes. the, on the back page for 30 days or something, and that's all we talked about. Right. Right. So I would argue always to find the topic that's more the Gruden topic than the Knicks game. Yeah. If there is one. You don't always have that, though. Right, but then you're, but then you're basing your show and the success of your show based on what stories are out there or well, – what how good your teams are i mean i think you got to entertain at some point and it's got to be you know in a in a fun way and i think you're also relying on the fact that the new york sports fan that this is the place to come let me ask you this let's say let's let's go to week uh, 15 in the nfl sure the giants have two wins the jets have two wins and we're out week 15 yeah that monday morning locally wfan do we talk NFL Sunday or the Knicks game on Sunday night? It depends. See, to me, it's a hundred percent NFL. Depends if the Knicks are in the midst of a twelve-game winning streak. Yeah, yeah, they're hot, and they just beat the Lakers and LeBron at the Garden, and the yes. place was rocking. I bet you, I bet you, the front page of the New York Post is the Knicks. It used to make me nuts, but I do agree with you. Most times, nine out of ten, I'm taking the NFL. It, it used to drive me crazy when the football season would start. And the Yankees would be in a playoff run. And on Mondays, like every day we were doing Yankees, Yankees. I'm like, the freaking NFL, the king of the sports ratings, what everyone's watching. Yeah. And we're ignoring it until the Yankee season's over. Then we'd go, oh, now all of a sudden we care about the Giants and yeah, Jets yeah. and the NFL. But I don't I didn't feel like, yeah, you're probably right. I mean, I, I don't know. I, the, when we did it in 2017... I mean, we were obviously wall-to-wall with Yankees, too. We had spots that were sold. We had interviews that we were paying guests. Right. And a lot of that was out of our hands, too. I mean, you know, if if we would have led with, as an example, and this is where times change, if we would have led with, if I would have come on on a, on a Monday morning after, and I'm just making this up, I don't remember what, when the days were, but let's say it was Game 5 Yankees-Astros on Sunday night at 8.30, and the Giants and Jets weren't really good, they weren't, and the NFL is still king, and I get it. If I would have come on and led with the NFL, Mark Chernoff would have come in here yeah. and said, I don't want you sitting there anyway. Now get your ass <laughs> out. Yes. For real. You know that, and I know that. For sure. And so I think leadership does push you, too, in one direction. He was a huge advocate of baseball, 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 and football, for sure. But if the Mets or Yankees were relevant and good, that's what you're doing. And so you know, it depends on how much control the, the, the show host has over management, for lack of a better term, you know? Yeah, because there'll be segments where we do hardcore sports. Yeah. And then segments where a half hour goes by and sports isn't mentioned. And it's like, well, what are you? Are you sports? Right, sure. Or are you a personality show? Right. And it's, you know, I've st- been doing this how many years now? I it's still hard to struggle figure. with that. Yeah, it's really hard to figure. Well, I think, too, for you, because, and I've said this before, I think the fact that you're more of a talker than you are a sports talker. Like, you like, I think you like what we do in five to six. That's fun. It's light. It gives you an outlet when something does annoy you. And I think that's a good thing. But I think the day you quit here is probably the last day you listen to this radio station. I still would listen. And I do think... That's a little bit of a difference. Yeah, but uh, correct. Except for I think I would still put on Carton and Roberts. A hundred percent. And I, that to me, that show has found itself. I, I don't, when I said before, you know, figuring out what they are the rest of the day, that show, that's, no, I don't include them in that. They've got it. I, I really believe, you know, he knows what the hell he's doing. And obviously, and it just works and it's very engaging and it's easy to listen to. I think some of the other shows are trying to figure out, do we go hardcore sports or do we get goofy? And where's the mix? And I think that is, you know, probably fair to say for a lot of the shows. Yeah, I think any of it, and and listen, doing an hour is a a whole lot easier than doing four hours. I I totally understand that. Because when you're doing just an hour, you're not spending any time in depth on anything. 
right? So within one 15-minute segment, you might do the Knicks from last night, the Monday night game, um, this happened in the World Series, and then the next segment, similar types of things where there's not, you're covering the sports, but it's not all one thing. So right. if you get if you don't want to hear about coronavirus and Kyrie, which a lot of times, you know, again, like that took over the radio station. Mm-hmm. And that's not really, it has nothing to do with any of the games. Other but it's than, a sports figure, and right. it's crossing over into topics that affect everybody. Right, and then we're, but we're right, but which I it's great, which is what I think the station needs to do because that's your wider audience. You're of casting course. a bigger net. Oh yeah, right. So, um, but what's? Let me ask you this. Yeah, it's funny. So I can tell you, and I'll show you the text. I got a text from a good friend of mine today that listened this morning and wrote way too much Washington football NFL owner crap. Right. Now, I would think that that was actually an interesting topic that crosses over. Right. Because it was sports, but boy, a man in power doing horrible things or allegedly doing horrible things, I would think very interesting. Not interested. He wanted to hear more Knicks. Right. Right. And that's the other funny thing. Like, we, we, we still look at these shows as if it's a four-hour show that starts at 6 and ends at 10. Yeah. So, we... Would never have opened with the Washington emails. Right. You get to it when you get to it. Why? For somebody who wakes up at 8 o'clock and puts the show on or gets in the car, True. they're getting the Washington Where's their sports I guess show? There's, yeah, I guess there's some semblance of feeling like there's a structure to it, like you open with the big sports topic, but you're right. And I battle with this too, and I've told you this before. I'm on once an hour, and it's basically cut down to about 9, 10 minutes now. Where I think it was 15 before. And I sit there and say, all right, I've got this good sound. I want to get it in twice in the show. But why wouldn't I do it every hour? And the answer is very right. simple because I can look to my left. They're bored if they hear it every hour. But in fairness, the audience hasn't heard it. And so if you listen at the – I thought the best audio this morning was the Jimmy Butler audio. I thought it was funny. I don't know if he was serious or not about the $100,000 for his kid's birthday. I thought it was good. So I, I always play the, the best stuff at 630 because it's, A, fresh in my mind. I just finished cutting it, so I want to use it. But they're like, wow, if you listen between 7 and 9, you didn't hear that. No. So do I, do I play it every hour? But then I feel like I'm not doing my job because I do enough work to get through one. Am I? And the IMA show, as an example, they used to do that. If Breen had good sound, his, his update every hour was the same because play the hits. Right. And I always felt like, boy, that's kind of lazy. But it probably, But it isn't, I guess. It's not. So I don't know. It's Very also weird confusing. now, like how much information we get through social media nonstop. Sure. And how tired something, because I'm sometimes I listen to Cartner Roberts. I'm like, and Craig's treating something like it's brand new. We did four hours on it. We did. Uh, yeah. And I saw it on social media the night before. And right. it's like, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's weird. It and sure then there's is. other topics where it's like the hosts will say on the air. We don't want to talk about this, but we have to. There's a sexual harassment. Well, then, if you don't want to talk about it, don't talk about it. Right. Yeah, no, I get it. It's your show. Right. You want and to if call you, about it, call about and it, if we're you're not talking about it. setting me up telling me that it's not something we want to talk about, then don't, right. then why am I listening to it? Yeah, no, I hear you. God, Agreed. it's so confusing. Yeah, it is. Oh, I so confusing. Car again. I'm going to get another ticket. God darn it. You forgot to park your car, your, do your car uh, yep. pay for your parking? Oh, I've been bad with that. I got three tickets last week. Is that right? I keep forgetting to set my alarm. Yeah, you got to set the alarm, Jerry, the parking I, alarm. And you know what it's been both times? It's been the same thing. It has been a weirdo has been out there when I've pulled up, mm-hmm. and it gets me off my game. Oh, okay, the weirdo. Yeah, and so because of that, I don't do my routine, get the phone. It's like I'm just looking, I'm waiting. I'm like, all right, now I'm going in. Right. Ah, Whatever. Probably got a damn ticket. Oh, well. I don't think we're solving this problem today anyway. So No, I know we're not solving the problem. I just, uh, I don't know why I'm having it's complicated. A, an existential it really is. crisis about it. I think it's a, I, no, but I think it's a complicated, not a simple answer topic. That's what I think. And then here again, we we also split the, the, the teams, you know. Yeah. But again, now I'll go back to only me. 
And not only as a listener, but when I was also board opping for Mike and Chris, they were famous for, hey, listen, Mike, one to two Mets. No Yankee calls. <laughs> two o'clock we do the Yankees. <laughs> and then they would all Yankees, two o'clock. Three o'clock, we open it up, whatever you want to talk about. And then four o'clock would be an NFL topic or something. But they had, and again, only game in town, I guess, maybe that's part of it. They had so much of the of the sports audience that they could dictate what the hell they wanted to do when they wanted to do right. it. Right. And they did. And, and I listened. And I did. Because you didn't have a lot of options. I didn't. And I did listen. And I'd probably still listen if they were back together. Something about chemistry. Right. Their chemistry, chemistry is everything. Right. To a show. And they had it. They hated each other, but they had it. <laughs> they did. <laughs> and every, I think everyone around here would tell you the same thing. Oh, absolutely. For whatever reason. Oh, absolutely, Jay. And it's funny because when I, when I was working at uh, the regular talk radio or K-Rock, when I would drive home, I would listen to uh, Dan Patrick and uh, Rob Dibble. Think about that. Because you like that mix. Because I didn't. I didn't. I didn't want to hear about the local New York teams. Right. Interesting. Those guys were fun. Yeah. They, I liked the, the, their interact, their chemistry, and whatever they were talking right. about. Right. Dan Patrick on his own is death on the radio to me. Like I can't. It's so boring. And yet I like him interviewing. Yeah. I do, and I go back to pandemic when I was listening to Dan Patrick interviews nonstop, looking for content. Um, I could listen to him interview a guy. All He's day. a good interviewer. He is, but and that, that's, and that's not another, a radio show to me. That's another differing thing, though. I enjoy that. All right, but he can't do four hours of that. No, 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 no. I've always said I think one good one good guest a show, not every hour. Please, God, no. It, and it not a right like one good guest a show. I, I actually enjoy that. But again, we're different in that way. Yeah, Boomer uh, texted me yesterday about this uh, UFC fighter that's in. Uh, that's a local Long Island guy who's in. Boomer's like, we should get this guy in studio. In my head, I was like, yeah, if you want to give up a segment of ratings, sure. Because yeah, there's going to be a lot a, of people that hear that. That's guess, a small audience coming in and saying, not interested. Yeah, no, I hear you. Tough. It's very tough, Jerry. Unless the audience likes you enough, right? All right. Let's do the warm-up show, Jerry. We take no calls and have no guests. It's all us. That's why we have a 100 share. We'll see you tomorrow at 5 a.m. Is tomorrow Thursday, Jerry? It is. Oh, and we've got a cool game Thursday night, too, to discuss. So! When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your official station to talk Brooklyn Nets. The Fan on 1019 FM and the Odyssey app. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Well, this is what they say. It is 5.01. It is Wednesday. The rain is still, uh, mullet's still coming down. What are you going to do? The Andy Scazzeri, what's up, man? How are you? And across from me, a very handsome man in and of himself. His name is Al Jorge Dukes. What's up? Good morning, Jerry. Are you a uh, intermittent wiper kind of guy? Do you like the no, intermittent I like, wipers? No. no, I don't care for that. I like to just... They're either on or not on? Yeah, and then when I need it, I... One Flip shot. it down, goes good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm intermittent wiper guy, but I'm constantly like, there. I need in-betweens. Like, it's like, not enough, too much. My wife not has, enough. Yeah, my wife has a Ford Expedition, which is a great vehicle, which I've told you before. There's a setting on hers where the wiper goes depending upon how hard the rain's coming down. Yeah, I've it seen this. It does it itself. Very cool. Yeah, I've seen this on these bougie cars. How does it? How do it know? Jerry? I have no idea. It's got a brain in it. I don't know. It must know when the windshield's wet, right? You think? How? But how's that possible? I don't know. It's a it's a very smart product. I don't know. Man, that was somebody sitting in the like windshield wiper department. They're like, dude, we need new. Not for ideas. nothing. You said on the podcast yesterday. Yeah. At what point are we going to upgrade the You're windshield right. wipers? Well, you know what? You're Ford's right. got it. You're right. There you go. 
But at some point, somebody was just sitting in that department, and they're like, dude, we need new ideas for these. What about if we figured out a way that the wiper, no- where the where the windshield knows it's wet and turns the wiper on? The, and That's they, incredible. And they've perfected it. That is incredible, I am telling Jerry. you, it's pretty cool. I need to get me one of those. Yeah. I need to get me. Jerry, the World Series was last night. And, you got those uh, crickets? <laughs> uh, no crickets. No, no one. Cr- the ratings are going to be. I mean, it That's was cool fine. what happened. Some of the stuff, but the, the ratings are going to be nothing. You don't know that. I do know that, we and might, so do you. It might be number one. Number one, where with a bullet. <laughs> Listen, the Braves won, but here's the interesting thing for me, Jerry. Charlie Morton's a man. I see that Charlie Morton. Now, first of all, the headline is Charlie Morton broke his leg. Uh, his shin. All right, when I see a headline that someone broke their leg, yeah, I'm expecting the leg to have snapped. Right. It's fractured. The femur snapped, like the big, thick leg bone, Jerry. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The thigh bone. Is that the femur? I, I, I don't know. I yeah, have no idea. I think the thigh bone. So when you tell me you broke your leg. You're not downplaying the fact that he pitched on a fractured ankle. I'm downplaying. And, and shin. Are you downplaying. really? Because it's not, don't call it a broken leg. It's a broken ankle, uh, shin is what it is. I see uh, Jeff Passengeri, who I see on Twitter sometimes. No, Tra- no, you hate him. Charlie Morton threw 10 pitches on a broken leg, sat down for a half inning, threw six more ch- pitches, the last two of which were 96-mile-per-hour fastball and an 80-mile-per-hour curve. Well, let me curve. ask you this, though. Did it get you to read it? It did. Done, done. But, but, I, that's the problem with and, headlines. And it's no, the and worst I, part of and it. And I know they call that a broken leg. It's a fractured shin. That's right. what it is. It's still incredibly painful. If a guy snapped his femur in a game, what would the headline? It'd still be broken leg. Yes, correct. Like I, I mean, need, the shin is part of the leg. I know. I need the bone sticking out. Jerry. Okay, all right. You want a compound fracture? Yeah, I want it snapped. Come on, stop. You want Joe Theismann out there in yes. Houston? He struck out whatever. No, I, don't, well, oh, I don't wish the guy an injury, but I'm saying you can't say like, yes, Joe Theismann broke his leg that yes. game. I'm Charlie telling you, Morton he, hurt he himself. fractured his shit. Did you see the comebacker that hit him? I mean, this is coming from a guy who retired from softball because he took a softball off his shin and yeah. had a little raisin bruise. I, raisin bruise, Jerry. This guy this... took a ball 102 miles an hour off his shin yeah. and fractured it right. and stayed in the game. I thought you were going to go the other way. I thought you were going to actually I'm say, now this is a guy that's tough. He didn't just beg out of the game. And what's wrong with these trainers? Tried they, to stay in. They go out there and look at his leg and they're like, yeah, it's fine. Well, unless been. they've got an instant x-ray machine, I don't know that they could tell that the fracture was there. Can't you feel? They learned afterwards. Can't you feel the shin and see if there's an indentation where a bone should be? Uh, well, again, it wasn't a compound fracture, so. I don't even know what that means, Jerry. Compound fracture breaks through the skin. Oh. Oh. I didn't know that a compound fracture means you see the bone. Yeah, I believe so. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I could be wrong about that, but I think that's what it means. Yeah. This is a broken, fractured, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Shin bone. A piece of the shin bone chipped off. Oh, my God. Did you see the x-ray? I didn't see the x-ray. I'm not a doctor, Jerry. I don't well, even we know, know how that. to read x-rays. Even though you think you could be with the proper training. They always say that, like, uh, we need someone to read the x-ray. Can you see if it's a snapped <laughs> bone? <laughs> this doesn't look whole. There's a problem. <laughs> well, the person like that takes the x-ray, the x-ray technician. Yeah. They'll go, uh, we need someone to read the x-ray. They have had to have seen so many x-rays. Yeah, but they I think know that's, what's going on. I think that's a legal issue. I would like, be like... If the x-ray technician misdiagnoses you in yeah. any way, shape, or form, and they're not trained with the proper you know, certifications, yes. you can sue their ass, and you know it. Imagine like the x-ray technician that takes an x-ray of your femur. It's got a, it's snapped in half. He's like, I'm not sure what's going on here. We're take a, get a doctor in here to take a look but and read this, this x-ray. This would be right up your alley, though. A misdiagnosis and you get to sue. Lawsuit. Yes. This I mean, is what you want. Yes. I know. I got to get in on that Zantac lawsuit because I took Zantac for years. I got a mesh for hernia. Like, I've got multiple lawsuits. You've got seven figures coming to you. Definitely. Add on to that seven-figure 401k that you got. Somewhere down the line, Jerry, when I need cash, I'm going to be like, my Not hernia. I'm going to call J.G. Wentworth. <laughs> my hernia hurts now. And I took Zantac for 10 years. Good Where's my Lord. money? Where's my money? You like this newscaster, Jerry, on the Fox 5? What are we doing? 
Yes. Yes. yes oh yes, yeah. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. Well, I, you're looking at her. I was looking at the micro touch. That that, that was kind of cool. Not getting up <laughs> excited. That looks about like a very cool touch. product. You don't know what I was looking at. The other thing that's funny about the like, there's mayoral uh, debates going on. And Curtis Lee was running yes. for the mayor, and he still wears his red beret. Yes, he does. If I was going against somebody, I'd be like, you can't vote for a man wearing a red beret. Actually, I would go the opposite. I would wear a blue one. A blue one? Yes, to like, mock him. A blue beret on. That's that would his, be kind of cool. That's his signature piece, though, Jerry. He's going to wear the, the red beret. I saw a photo of him yesterday somewhere when he couldn't have been more than 30 years old. And looks the same, but clearly younger, obviously. Look good. Why wouldn't criminals just beat him up when he went down into the subway? He didn't what? carry a weapon. He had he had manpower. Oh, many. Uh, uh, I don't think he was down there by himself doing what he did. Something the, angels? Um, yes. What are they? Charlie's Angels? No, not Charlie's Guardian Angels. Angels. Guardian, Guardian Angels. Angels. There you go. Exactly. You ever see a Guardian Angel down on the subway? I don't use the subway. I've seen them down there on the rare Have you occasion. Really? Yeah, I've never seen that. I no. felt safer. I'd go right into a car with a guardian angel. Now, do, now it's Eric Adams, right? He's yeah. the guy that's likely going. He's supposed to win. I don't know. I don't. I don't follow uh, New York politics. I have no idea. Boomer. He's a big New York politics guy. <laughs> you think? Yeah. <laughs> Jerry, in more Atlanta Braves news, since I know wow. this is a hotbed topic, uh, Rob Manfred says he's deferring to the Native American community in and around Atlanta on whether it's appropriate for the Braves to continue doing the chop, the tomahawk chop. And chant, right? And, they and do chant, that. Yep. yeah. Uh, Manfred said that the Native American community there is wholly supportive of the Braves program, including the chop. And for him, that's good enough, Jerry. Well, if, didn't, didn't Washington go through this too? Where Daniel Snyder found uh, Native American groups that had no problem with the name Redskins That's and true. then other groups did. I mean, I don't I don't know. I do not know. What does the chop mean? I don't know. I thought you were a Native American expert, Jerry. I am not. I don't know any. I have no idea. Yeah. It's going to be weird calling the Cleveland Indians Guardians. That seems weird. Yeah. I. You know what? I think like anything, we'll get used to it. I mean, so? if you think about the name changes we've had, I mean, think about St. John's. Like, you don't think twice about calling them the Red Storm anymore. I mean, they were the St. John's Redmen for, you know, years and years and years right. and years. And then they made that change, and I think it was pretty seamless. Syracuse, the Orange. I even got used to Washington football team already. Yeah. So I think already you give used it, to it by half, you know, one, through half the season, Yeah, it'll become normal. It will. It will. And I think the fact that they're keeping the colors... They're keeping the same font, I believe, with the with the way they write the name. The Cleveland font. I think it'll be just fine. All right. It's all it is is a nickname, and I know it means it means a lot to some people, but you know, meaning a nickname. Right. In this case, it'll be the Guardians. All right, Cleveland Guardians. I'm looking forward to buying. Going to go to the Jerry. first Cleveland Guardians game. Probably not. Do you think tickets to the first Cleveland Guardians game will go through the roof on no, StubHub? No. I don't think anyone's going to care. No one cares. Okay. No one cares. All right. Uh, the Mets, Jerry, have uh, moved on to Brewers GM Matt Arnold. Wake me up when they hire somebody. Well, th- I'm just letting you know this fellow's 42, and I'm trying to figure out how I feel about that. He's also a redhead. Kind of looks like. Like what I imagine Evan's dad looked like. Okay. Looks like. So hire him. Is he qualified? Seems like he's qualified, then Jerry. hire the guy. And they said he would bring in some Tampa Rays people with him because uh, that's, I guess he was in but that But is this going to happen or is this going to be another situation where they think they got a guy and the guy says, Bep, I'm good. Bep. Well, they did say this. And when I say they, peep, Jerry, I mean baseball sources who have knowledge of the thinking of the Mets in this situation. <laughs> they said that if the if they don't sign this uh, Brewers GM, Matt Arnold, that they're going to go with an internal candidate. That sounds terrible. That sounds like your ninth choice is what that sounds that like. That sounds terrible, Sounds Jerry. like Zach Scott could come back. Is that his name, right? Yeah, I think that is his name. Maybe he still is in play. Who knows? It is weird, though. Like I have you heard of a lot of bad things about working for Steve Cohen coming no. out of the Met organization? You you it does make you wonder if there's this notion or thought out there that he's a tough guy to work for because they've gone through how many and I know they were trying to, you know, shoot for the stars, like they should. The guy's got more money than God. You would think that one of the top guys would have been interested in, in having further conversations. I think it's a quality of life issue. No one wants to come to New York if you're not from here. 
Maybe. Really? Like, Listen, I think, I'm ready to leave. I think that's that's starting to sink in for people I where it be. used to be like the big deal to go to New York. Well, I've said this for years. It's not a big deal to play here anymore. It's just yeah. not in terms of fame and making money between endorsements, between internet money, between you know cable TV. You can be a star anywhere now. Plus, you'll be if you have a bad game, you'll just be yelled at all day long on uh, WFAN. You will get murdered for it. That is true on the radio. Instead that is of very just true. relaxing But, but even that, else. though, Al, I think that in a lot of cases is true in a lot of markets as well. There's sports radio everywhere, as you now know. Yeah. Every market has it. And every market has someone yelling and screaming. A yeller. They do. I mean, it, it's kind of what the business has become. So, yeah, maybe we're bigger than other markets. And maybe our station and our signal is bigger than some, and we've got more, you know, local programming than some. But that afternoon drive guy in Topeka is probably still screaming about the Jayhawks or after a bad law. Like I don't think it's any different. I really don't. And maybe even in that case, it's worse. You're, you're right. You're in a smaller market. You're the only celebrity in town yeah. as a player or a coach. Here, Jerry, there's celebrities knee deep in New York. Like, do you not think that? The that the Philadelphia media is not all over the Sixers and the Flyers and the Eagles. Yeah, they are. Of course they are. How about in Dallas? You don't think that they're yep. all over the Cowboys all when, over the, when they lose in the playoffs again? All over the Cowboys. I mean, I don't, you know, maybe, all right, maybe St. Louis is where they're nice. Okay, fine. But that's a big baseball town. It is, of course. No football team. Not but anymore. They must be ticked that the Cardinals left because the Cardinals are so good now, Jerry. But what's interesting about that, and I do think it sucks to not have the team there. So they go, they lose the Rams to, well, they lost the Cardinals, but then they lose the Rams to L.A. So the Cardinals went to Arizona. Right. Then they got the L.A. Rams to St. Louis. Then Then the Rams left St. Louis. Right. How many, what percentage of people do you think actually go to a game? Very tiny. The Uh, game's available. Yeah. You can still watch your team. Plus, if you don't have a local team you could pick any team you want well that's what you do and that's what's coming up soon as a matter of fact i've put my list together jerry i did you can tease it it's coming up in about 10 minutes yeah about 10 minutes we call it the al dukes's fair weathered fraudulent five list of favorite teams right well that's a big title it's a long title it's a long title but I, i i worked diligently on it jerry this morning when i came in would you just look to see who won this weekend? No, because you'll you'll <laughs> that that has never been the case. I'm not just I'm not just front running, Jerry. I'm not just picking. No, no, that's teams. what you do. I'm putting them in an order of who I'm rooting for. Of who's the best? It's not necessarily who's the best. All right, could be, but not necessarily. All right, well, we'll leave that as a tease then, right. rather than get into another story. Yes, because it's a quarter after five. We're just getting started here. Coming up next. Al Dukes is for week eight. Oh, my God, week eight. Week eight, For Jerry. week eight in the NFL, his fair-weathered, fraudulent five list of favorite teams. That is next. Mm-hmm. And then Boomer and Geo at six right here on The Fan. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, Led Zeppelin on a uh, Wednesday. Oh, you nailed it. It is nice to have you. That's right. That's actually Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Led Zeppelin has a has a very interesting sound to them. It's very obvious to me. The Jimmy Page guitar. They're on uh, TikTok now, Jerry. Yeah, I saw. What does that even mean? Well, at first I was like, because there's nothing, you know, 14-year-old girls like better than Led Zeppelin, Jerry. But I didn't even know Led Zeppelin was still a thing. They don't do anything anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah! <laughs> yeah! Yeah! Yeah, their voice. It was after people heard that on tour where they were like, this, you can't continue. Well, for, I thought it was like, what are they doing? Like, this is like a perfect example of everyone thinking like every like every company thinks they need a Twitter or an right. Instagram. Like Led Zeppelin does not need to be on TikTok. But what I found out is it's uh, they've licensed their music to be used in TikTok videos. Do so they get paid then when someone uses it? I don't know how that works. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't think so. I think they're just like... 
I think they just do it so that your music can be used in videos that then perhaps go viral. Then maybe someone's interested in it. Twice the night before Christmas! <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah! All through the house! Oh, yeah! Nothing was stirring! Not even a mouth! And people, say Robert, and people say Robert Plant lost his voice. I disagree. Wow. Sounds terrific. That's actually really good. Yeah, really good. So uh, you can uh, set your TikToks, Jerry. To Led Zeppelin I songs. don't have TikTok. They're also going to use TikTok to uh, uh, put out like uh, rare videos of the band performing and that sort of thing. But that w- I don't oh, think. you mean like old time videos? Yeah, old time Zeppelin. So they don't do anything anymore together. They don't. Yeah. I don't even think they talk to each other. Oh, okay. Well, that's the way it goes. Robert Plant's doing like folk music with Alison <laughs> Krauss or something. No one cares. because well, his voice is shot. Then Jimmy Page was going around getting different lead singers that trying to be Robert Plant. Like, yeah. Only Journey can can work that. Right. Uh, by the way, I did, and we'll get to your fraudulent five in one second. I did get to um, part of the Jewel interview with Joe Rogan. Oh, yeah. Which I actually watched on Spotify. Is that right? As opposed to just listen to. Oh, yeah. Fascinating how she actually broke in. Absolutely yeah. fascinating. I'm so. uh, knee deep in that conversation. Yeah, and such a such an articulate speaker, easy to listen to. Yeah, and only three hours and forty five minutes long. <laughs> well, I didn't say I'm going to make gosh. it through the full three forty five. Holy mackerel! But I did enjoy the half hour that I did watch yeah. yesterday. No, she's so. terrific, Jerry. She is terrific, and I was a big fan of Jewel back in the day. By the way, I'm older than her. Uh, she was. Uh, she hit in 1994. Yeah, she is. I'm two months old. She was born in May. That means of I'm 74. De- that means I'm definitely older. Yeah, than you Jewel. could be her older brother. That is true. All right. Five years I older. I would love than her. if my sister was Jewel. Well, I think a lot of people would. So anyhow, all right, 5:25, yeah, and you know what that Jerry. means? It was supposed to be yesterday. I don't know what we were doing. I forgot. We yes, we well, and I forgot too. Actually, we've got these. You know, we've got these days where we do different things. Tuesday is supposed to be when this happens. But instead, we will do it on a Wednesday, and it is the Week 8 list. We call it Al Dukes' fair-weathered, fraudulent list of five favorite teams. Now, I was thinking of this on my drive-in, Jerry. The teams aren't fraudulent. No, it's you're a fraudulent fan. Correct. Right. I don't want people to think here are five teams that are frauds and not really no, as no, good I as they are. No, no, I think if people have listened to either us or the morning show for the past several years, they understand that you're a fan of really no one and that you just root for whoever wins or looks good. Well, in baseball, I like the Mets, Jerry. Fraud! That's it. Fraud! I don't, I don't root for like, yeah, I know, the but you don't watch, but you don't watch them, so you're really not a fan of them. But in football, Jerry, I love lots of teams. Since I was a small boy, I would wear various logos because I just loved NFL logos. Fraud! 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 Fraud fan. And I love the teams. So You're just a football fan. I'm a football fan, Jerry. You have no favorite teams. And uh, so this is a list of teams I'm currently rooting for <laughs> and or interested in buying some of their gear. You follow? I do. All right, Jerry, and I start at number one because number know, one has been weird. consistent. You got to start at five. No, 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 because as we get down, that's when it gets David more Letterman difficult. David never started at one. That's why he's no longer in television. Because <laughs> he's 75. <laughs> My number one favorite team currently in the NFL, Jerry, and it has been number one for most of the season, Arizona Cardinals. Yep. Well, I mean, they're unbeaten. They're unbeaten. The logo looks cool. They're in Arizona, which I love. Probably retired, too. They got Kyler Murray running around. Even J.J. Watt, who I was now, you're sick not, of. You, yes, you're not even allowed to reference J.J. Watt. He's back. Because you thought he went there just to retire and take I their did. money. And instead he's playing well and they're winning. They are winning. I like I like Cliff Klingsbury or whatever his name is. <laughs> head coach. My number two favorite team currently, oh, Jerry. Man. Sandy. Oh, we don't Los even San- know where they play. Los Angeles Chargers. <laughs> well, this team, as long as they win, they will remain on your list yeah. all season long because you love their uniforms and great you love the quarterback. Great logos. Love Justin Herbert. So I'm all about them. Number three on my list, Jerry. I've been a fan since a small boy. Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> um, well, they, they're back, they, they had a bye week, so you they can't take week. them off the list. And the Chargers had a bye week. That's true, too. All right, Jerry, this is where it kind of gets interesting. My number four favorite team, and I will tell you that this past week I looked online at I guess? old school starter jackets with this team. Can I guess? Yeah. The Green Bay Packers. Incorrect. Incorrect. 
Cincinnati Bengals. Wow. Yep. Well, you like a winner. They are on my list, Jerry. They're number four. What happens when the Jets beat them this weekend? Well, you we don't know. We'll have to They'll find out. They'll be off the list week. so fast. We don't know that. <laughs> the Jets are not beating the I know they're Bengals. not. I'm just joking. And number five, Jerry, on my, what are you calling it? My fraudulent. Al fair-weathered fraudulent list of favorite teams. Los Angeles Rams stay on the list. You'll notice, Jerry, no Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, you've kind of soured on them. Soured on them. Well, you won't, they'll be on the list as they're about to make their playoff push. Soured on, also not on the list anymore. Kansas City Chiefs. Well, they're losing. Soured well, I mean, on I know them. They, they won. No, they got crushed the other day. Yeah. They're an average team with a great quarterback. Yep. Soured. You're not interested. Not interested. Right now, not. they might be back next week because they play the Giants next week. <laughs> or if the Giants beat them, they'll be off the list forever. All right, well, there you go. The Al Dukes is for week eight, his fair-weathered fraudulent list of five favorite teams. Fraud! Fraud! Not a fraud. <laughs> they do have those old-school starter jackets back. Yeah, uh, a couple different companies. Those are companies. Carl Banks's, aren't they? I, don't, I, I think a lot of people are doing them now. I don't see Carl Banks But involved. I thought Carl has the license for starter. Yeah, yes, I do recall that as well, but I'm telling you, they're, they're available. Okay. At various places. Hmm. And... Uh, the Bengals one looks cool. They have the old helmet that just says Bengals. You didn't order it. I didn't yeah. order it because okay. it's bright orange. Well, yeah. Well, it'd be cool if you still had that car. But my <laughs> <laughs> Al had, a, had an orange car for a while, about a year, until he realized, what in the hell am I yeah, doing? Like, that would be cool if you got out of the car in the orange jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Some jackass you would have looked like. You know what's not available, though, Jerry? The Dallas Cowboys and starter. Something going on there. They have, Jerry Jones not making a deal with them. Yeah, they have all. They have so many of the other teams. They even have the old Houston Oilers baby blue. Do they really? Yeah, That's actually kind of cool. Very cool. They have like the New York Titans. No, no. All right, they do not have that, Jerry. I uh, see. Woody Johnson came out yesterday. Speaking of football, Jerry, kind of what retirement? <laughs> he's no longer head of London or like the president <laughs> of London or he king actually, of London. He actually referenced that at one point. He says, you know, I've been here for 22 years aside from my brief little stay abroad. What do you he think? was there for years. What are you talking about? Brief little, a brief stay is a month. What do you think he did there in London? I have, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I bet he showed up to work and be like, what am I even, like, what do I do? <laughs> it seems like one of those jobs where he was like, what? So what does this job entail? Yeah. What did what? I sign up like, for? Like, when I come into work in London every day, what am I doing? <laughs> but first, you also got to get used to the area right. where you're living. Can you imagine that whole, that whole scene? Taking those double-decker buses everywhere. Like, you moved to Bradley Beach from Matawan, from Matawan, from Basking Ridge, from Basking Ridge, from God knows where. But, like, you got to get used to the surrounding yes. town. Got to get your bearings straight. He got to get used to the country. Yes. <laughs> Like, wow. I know. And driving on the opposite side of the road. Yep. And it did, although he probably had a driver. Steering wheel on the other side of the car. All of that, yes. You had to join London Facebook group and piss people off. Yep. <laughs> this is too. what you got to do when you go to London. You got to learn to drink tea and eat biscuits. I hear you. Well, he, but, he, this is what we know about him okay. and his team. We will get it right. <laughs> no. When? Right. When? You've been here for over two decades. <laughs> when? He also said that uh, of uh, Joe Douglas and Robert Sala that they're deep thinkers. Seeing how their plans are are put together, how they're deep thinkers, I think. <laughs> deep thinkers? Um, um, that means they're doing the Harry Krishna beads every Hare day Krishna. together. <laughs> Come on. Hare Krishna. I, I feel like Robert Sala is starting to fall apart a little bit. <laughs> he looks like a mess. Start, I agree with yeah, you. He's I, cursing. Which evidently he doesn't do. He's been he's having he cursed, a nervous breakdown. Right? He might still be living in that hotel with his whole family maybe, in two rooms. Matter of fact, maybe maybe all these potential GMs are watching Robert Sala from afar mm-hmm. and saying, "Let's run from that," because the Met fan is the Jet fan, right? Mets and Jets fans. You want any part of this mess? Nope. My goodness. Yeah. So uh, Woody thinks they're going to get it right. Jerry Robert Sala is falling apart. You know what I'll know Robert Saul has really lost it is when he stops shaving his head and he just looks like a mess. <laughs> he shows Cause, up. Because his head is still nicely shaved. And, he is. Uh, tanned up. You know why and... that won't happen? His wife. She probably wants to make sure he still looks presentable. I would like to think in that case she's got his back. Yeah, because when you start showing up with a 5 o'clock shadow on the bald head, because <laughs> he's never shown that. That's not going to be a good look. That's not going to be a good can look. You, can you put something on that head of yours? 
that basically stops the growth of hair? I don't think so. So you can't like, you can't get like weed killer. No. <laughs> like you can like they have ground clear for the outside. You can't get head clear. No. I think the little testosterone I have left still produces hair. <laughs> you mean you're not injecting in your ass the no. testosterone yet? I do know when I do see bald guys that are bald and you don't see any sense of hair, I do wonder what you know what what that is. Cuz I don't have that. Not yet. Not yet. And I don't you probably won't. Like your dad still has hair. He does. I don't know. No one was bald in my family. I don't know what's going on. Maybe you <laughs> you're the first one? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. I think I'm the first bald guy. Wow. In my family, yeah. You got the wrong gene. I did. Are you sure you're and they your go, dad's it, kid? They, yeah, and they go, oh, it comes from your mother's father. He had full head of hair, too. <laughs> it was white. But he had hair. He had hair. Yeah. Well, I listen, I got the same issue, though. My dad's going bald, so it's not like Is that right? I don't know where it's coming from. I right. kind of expected it. And some jackass on Twitter, listen, I know I'm thinning up top. I don't need spray hair being sent my way. I saw that. I was I'm, like, boy. I'm good. It doesn't bother me. Right. It is what it is. Plus, you're under the lights here. It shines right on your head. It's going to reflect but, off your skin. But I'm very thin up top. Right. There's no question. And at some point, I will have to make the move to the hat. And I will. Or shave your head. You got a no, nice no, no, head, no, no, Jerry. no, 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 no. That's a, no, no, it's no, a, no. It's a great era to be bald. Just ask I'm, not, I'm really not interested in the bald look. Just ask Robert Sala. I'll pass on that. I'll wear a hat. I'd even wear a top hat. That would be great if you started wearing an Abe Lincoln top hat. <laughs> Jerry's so tall. It's actually just his hat. Abe Lincoln. I didn't oh. mean that. I just meant, you know, a nice little, like you used to see in the 50s. Like a derby hat, like an yeah, Irish something derby like hat. That. Yeah. I also like the uh, the old man hat. Yeah. I like those. I like those as well. I'd be happy to wear one of those. And I like the baseball cap. A right. good fitted baseball cap. Like our team... For our baseball team, I hate the way it sits on my head. It does it doesn't work. Like the real MLB hats are terrible too. Awful. They're made for people with bigger heads. I yes. Guess. I like a good fitted hat that looks right, and it sits on your head properly. With the bent. Yes. What do you call that? A lid. A brim. Brim. The Whatever. bent brim. So I might have to do that. I don't know. We'll see. All right. So anyway, are right, we gonna take a break? Twenty five after uh, twenty five in front of six. Excuse me. We got Boomer and Geo. It's going to be a wild Wednesday because these guys are so excited that the Knicks are three and one as they beat the Sixers last night. So a lot of Nick talk for the next four hours. Get ready. Uh, they will join us at the top of the hour right here on the Fan. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Jethro Tull. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's 20 in front of 6. It is great to have you with us because it's a very busy Wednesday morning. Hell, it's the day after the World Series, the day after the Knicks beat the Sixers. There is lots going on, Al. And I love uh, Rex Ryan came out to trash the Jets, which I love. Now, I love it. I do and I don't. Why? Because, now, I, I let me be clear, too. I, I said yesterday, if I was the Jets, like, why not even think about the Rex Ryan path again? So I'm a Rex fan. I think he was a good fit here. But he was a train wreck at the end. He was not successful. Uh, not at the end. Yes, he had a good run at the end, whether it was players. Well, for whatever reason, it ended poorly. I don't even remember how that ended with the same old Jets. With the Jets. <laughs> Other than the same old Jets. This obviously is tough because now, you know, we're obviously out of the playoffs. (laughs) Like, I don't remember it going poorly, but it obviously it had to. It did at the end. I'm going to get his record at the end. And then he went to Buffalo and that didn't go great. So if you, all right, so here we go. Rex, he comes out great. Nine and seven, 11 and five. And then here's where it starts to go a little sideways for him. This is with the Jets. Six and 10. Eight and eight. Not terrible. That's fine. And then he's four and twelve. Wow! I hey, this Rex Ryan. The last Thank year you. was a Thank you. mess. I do not recall that. And a lot of his problem was the quarterback position, 
which is what the Jets are going through right now, and they don't have players. Like, I don't even remember, like, when Mark Sanchez got hurt, then what happened? Like, who? Geno Smith. Oh, right. He drafted Geno Smith. Yeah, out of West Virginia. So my point is, yes, Rex had success, and I'll never take that away from him for sure, a couple of AFC championship games. And I do think with the right players, again, Rex can be successful as a head coach, and who knows, maybe the Jets are in his future again. I don't know. But I don't like when a guy goes on television when it was a colossal failure in Buffalo. Uh, Not that his teams were horrible, but they weren't good, and he had better players than what the Jets have now. And it ended his last couple of years – I mean, he had, you know, two under 500 years and one four and 12. Like, you were awful your last year. So, pipe down a little bit. Like, you had the same issues. So, when he says the Jets are, quote, a complete embarrassment, that there's, quote, no passion, there's no nothing, you've got a horrendous coaching staff with a quarterback that looks 100% lost. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> but, All but true, yes. I, I guess what I would rather hear from Rex is how do you fix it? Like, you've kind of been there. So instead of yelling at the guy, all right, what would you do now? How do you get them back? How do you figure this out? What needs to change? So why why is it not okay in today's world, Jerry, for a coach? So Robert, uh, Robert Sala has a press conference. He goes, he goes, by the way, I heard those Rex Ryan comments. Hey, Rex, you were 4-12. and 12. He could do that. Why don't they? It's, it's the personality. And that's all it is. It's but, the personality of the coach, and Robert Sala doesn't seem like he's got that type of personality. Jerry Glanville, we mentioned him yesterday. You don't think he would stand up there and say, who's this jackass? Like, do, wouldn't the Jet fan love that? Yeah, if, I think they would. If he came out and said, hey. Well, you know what? I don't know. The Jet fan might be more in Rex's corner because he did take right. him to two AFC title games. Fair point, Jerry. And Robert Sala, I listened to Beningo's podcast. Let's just say the bloom is off that rose already. Not a fan already? No. I know. People all. are ready. People are so quick to get uh, off yes. guys now. I know. Well, I, and I think part of that, too, is you've got a team that hasn't won in forever, and you're looking at it as, all right, we're rebuilding fine, but you're also looking at it as they're rebuilding, but he really doesn't look the part right now. So if you don't have the right coach, you're not going to – You're I can't imagine you would fire him after one year with no talent on the roster. If you were wrong about him, oh, my God, you're looking at another two, three, four, five years before you figure it out, even though Woody does tell us, and I guess we do have to um, understand when he says that they go, they'll get it right. I don't know that they will. Um, it takes time. We will get it right. Yeah. Don't know when that'll be. They're deep thinkers, Jerry. That's what Woody said as well. Deep thinkers that will get it right. Let me see what you think about this, Jerry. Tony Romo, who we love, longtime Cowboy fans that we are. Yeah, I'm not as big a fan of him on the TV as everyone else is. But yeah, yes, I'm uh, love Romo. I'm souring on him as a broadcaster. I'm just, oh, come on, Romo, you suck. I will not partake in this. Meet Justin Tuck. Prepare to party. Anyway, he's taking a little bit of heat, Jerry. For comments that he made during the Bucks game after the uh, Mike Evans handed the ball to the uh, to the fan and then realized it was uh, Tom Brady's 600th uh, touchdown, they wanted it back. Uh, he the broadcast showed them negotiating with the guy to get the ball back, yes. and uh, Tony Romo was uh, acting like he was doing the negotiating for the Buccaneers. He was uh, having a uh, having he was having a laugh, Jerry, mm-hmm. and he said. Um, uh oh! How about a date with Giselle? Oh, okay. Tom will do it. Just uh, one time. You got it. A date with G- Giselle to get the ball back. Why? People are angry Why? that he was. Uh, was it disrespectful? Jo- it was disrespectful Come and on. joking that uh, he was trading a ball for a woman to go on a date with him. There was a movie made that made millions and millions of dollars about giving called? up your wife for a full night for a million dollars. That's with true. Robert Redford and was it Demi Moore and Demi Woody Moore. Harrelson? Yes. And people love the movie. What movie? Like, what there was, was that a called joke. Again? Uh, I don't remember. Sneakers, maybe? Sneakers? No, it was not sneakers. No, it was not sneakers. Google it, Jerry. I will. It was. Uh, <laughs> they made a movie about him. Amadeus. He's <laughs> 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 so stupid. <laughs> Anytime I hear the phrase, they made a movie. Indecent proposal. Yeah. Sneakers. I don't know. <laughs> Every time I hear someone say they made a movie, in my head I go, I'm a deus. <laughs> I know. Isn't that weird? I also think about all these Marvel comic movies. Yeah. <laughs> and some guy called me out on Twitter. 
consider. I didn't realize I did it when we were doing the whole thing about Squid Games. You asked me about it. Yeah. And, and you explained me the concept. And I said, is, is this a reality show? <laughs> yeah. Yes, Jerry. They're killing people on a reality show. Squid Games. Well, not for nothing. It's nor- it was, Isn't it in North Korea based in? It is a... Which uh, is a communist country. Yeah. And God knows what happens in some of these countries. So I think on the surface, my comments were really stupid. Sure. <laughs> but would you be stunned? Well, I'd be stunned that Netflix was like, we need this on our service. No, no. I, I said, is it based on... Oh, is it based real, on a real thing? I forget thing. what I said, but... You yeah, said true story. Would you go see Daredevil? <laughs> Which one is that now? That's Ben Affleck's new movie. About the guy who's a blind crime fighter who turns into Daredevil. True story? <laughs> no, it's a fiction. That's a, a whole fiction deal. Uh, I pro- you know what? I, I would not be my first choice. Uh, so I kind of pulled a Daredevil myself by mistake. You remember the first day <laughs> that Eddie pulled those that. clips and we were in the other studio? Yeah. I don't think we were on TV yet. And it was the first time that Boomer and Carton heard those. I, that is my favorite Mike and the Mad Oh, Dog it's great. Thing. Well, that one and the pianist. There was Cruz. once a pianist. His name was Johann Sebastian Buck. They made a movie about him. Amadeus. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the Daredevil one, like they're not paying attention to it. Like It's just a classic of... They're not paying attention to each other. That are each one's talking, no one's listening. He's telling about a crime-fighting blind superhero, and he asked if it's a true story. Like, not, not listening. Oh my god, it is funny stuff, man. Uh, Mike Tomlin came out yesterday, Jerry, and said that uh, he is not coaching at uh, USC, which uh, Carson Palmer, I guess, uh, leaked on the Dan Patrick show that he thought that uh, Mike Tomlin was up for the USC job if he was interested in it. I don't have time for that speculation. I mean, that's a joke to me. I don't understand why he was so angry about yeah. it, though. I really don't. He like, was ticked. I don't know. It was it was almost like he was insulted by the notion that it was Carson Palmer. I think it was some one of his former players as well that's on ESPN. I forget his name. That also wanted USC or even LSU to throw as much money as possible at him just to see if he was interested. That, to me, is really flattering. Yeah, How made, is that insulting? He made, it, it, One of the other things he said was... Uh, you talking about who else? Well, the, he, well, he said, why would I have any interest in coaching college football? Yes, that was... Let that's me see. I get it here. I think this is it. I mean, that's a joke to me. I got one of the best jobs in all of professional sport. Why would I have any interest in coaching college football? And I don't... I'm not saying he's wrong. Like, why would you want to leave the Steelers, an organization that does not fire coaches? He's in a good spot. He can probably coach there forever. It's the NFL. I agree with him, but why is it insulting to him? I don't. I that I don't. I don't get. He's insulted, Jerry, as, as if they asked him to go coach a high school football yeah, team or a Division three school. Or it's like to me, it made no sense. And these are, I mean, USC. Who wouldn't want to go coach out there? I'd like to get him out of my alma mater. Uh, Kane You're not Uni- going to Kane College. Kane, it's Kane University. I forgot. Jerry. It's Kane a University very big now. school now. I'd love to get him out there. Yeah. Uh, what's the really? name of their... Uh, the Cougars. Look at you. <laughs> Kane Cougars, Jerry. How about that? Did you Now, let me ask you this. Before you became a big-time talk show yeah. host here between 5 and 6 in the morning, did you used to go to Cougar games? I've never been to a And Kane. call games into a microphone? No. I never thought to do that. Never went to a football game? No. Lacrosse. Nope. Soccer. I didn't do baseball. anything. I went to, I went to my classes and yeah. I drove right home. And that was that. That's it. So you really partied hard. I did, got no involved. That was in when you college. went to Indiana. Then I went to Indiana State. Partied hard. Not partied hard, but it felt like I was going to college at least. I hear you. Nothing against That's Kane University. Hard to but, believe that you went to Indiana State and you weren't like a party animal. Well, no. Like what did you? You were at Indiana. You didn't. Nothing. No. I didn't have a. a I did not have my first beer till I went to Indiana State, and that was graduate school. You didn't I have a beer when you turned 21? No. What did you do on your 21st birthday? I went to Rascal's Comedy Club. <laughs> and didn't get a drink? I didn't get a drink. But you turned 21. Did you not drive when you got your license, too? No, I, I drove when I got my license. I never understood the concept of alcohol. To me, I always thought, like, why would you... Like, I always wanted to be in control, and if you had drinks, maybe you were... Well, that's true, and the more you have, the less control you feel. Yeah. But a beer or two is not going to... Yeah, I was against it. Wow. All right, well, you know what? Good for you. 
Hey, good for you. No, Absolutely. I, then I you became it. a big vodka drinker, and then uh, you found yourself nodding asleep at Boomer's event. And at age 24, floor. he discovered something else about himself, and uh, away he went. 22. <laughs> Get it right. All right, we got to take a break. Coming up on 6 o'clock, we got Boomer and Gio coming up in just a couple of moments. Right now on Odyssey Sports Minute, it's Amy Lawrence on Charlie Morton. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Right, welcome back. Knicks did win last night. They uh, wound up beating the Sixers. They play in Chicago now tomorrow night. Nets in heat this evening. Also, you had the Braves winning game one of the World Series. So Travis Darno, three wins away from winning the World Is that Series. Right? Yes, he's on the Braves. And Charlie Morton claims to have broke his leg. He, bro- he fractured his shin. I didn't see any bones sticking oh out. Oh, my gosh. Houston, Texas chairman Jerry and uh, CEO Cal McNair. Houston, had a, Texans. Is that what you said? What did I say? Houston, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> they're in Houston, Texas. They are, yes, But they they're are. the Houston Texans. Yes. He had apologized yesterday uh, following a report that he made what they were calling an anti-Asian comment at a team charity golf tournament way back in May, Jerry. Yes. He referred to coronavirus as the China virus. I'm Donald Trump, and I approve this message. <laughs> it did make me, like, where is Donald Trump? Uh, so I was told he has a new media platform coming out. Oh, is that out. right? Yes. Uh, I think it launched or is launching. I miss his comments, Jerry. Well, he... no, you're going to get them because oh, okay. it's going to be his own platform since Twitter and Facebook have, I think he's banned, right? He's banned, Jerry. Well, he will have his own. Uh, yeah, so this came out from uh, Mike Silver of the NFL Network, who was leaving to go to Bally Sports. And then there was, like, conspiracy. I don't know what Bally Sports is either, Jerry. I was hoping you would know. They were like, oh, did he save this report to break on Bally Sports first? Because they said, listen, this happened in May. And it's all, we're in uh, October right now, Jerry. That's many months Is that ago. true? Yeah. So, like, why did it just come out now? I don't know. I, I guess because they had the fall meetings and some did someone ask him about it? No, I think this Mike Silver used it to to go to Bally Sports. I guess I don't I don't know. What is Bally Sports? Bally Sports, I believe, is kinda like an SNY. I think it's one of those regional oh, networks. Regional sports I'm networks? Almost because Why I have been crediting there? Bally well, well why not? The guy was on NFL network. That's national. Yeah, man. but did you know who he was? No. no. Okay. <laughs> well, there you go. Who are I mean, you, he's not Mike Rich Silver? Eisen. I mean, you think right. Rich Eisen, you think NFL Network. Yes. You he's think terrific. Kay Adams. I think you think NFL Network now. Sure do, Jerry. But I don't know if you think NFL Network if you're Mike Silver. They have a lot of people that work there. So you're Mike Silver. That don't impress, impress me much. much. Although he's going to Bally Sports. Mm-hmm. You'd I go to was, Bally Sports. I thought it was a betting thing, but I, I don't think it is. No, because there is games on it. I credit oh. them sometimes for you highlights. Do? We do. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that's part of what he's WFAN and WFAN-FM and HD1, New York. An Odyssey station. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook. Better odds and favorable prices.